Episode of the Mindful Self Care Podcast. I'm Chelsea, your host, and the past few weeks we've been talking about exercise and hydration and fueling your body with food, a lot of things that really have strong impacts on your physical health. And they're all very important to self-care, to feeling your best, having the most energy that you possibly can. But today we're going to start switching gears a little bit for the next few episodes and talk more about things that are going to have a little bit more of an impact on how you feel mentally and emotionally and kind of supporting our mental health, emotional health, and just how we feel in different ways. And so we're going to start by talking about your environment, your physical environment around you. And you may be listening to this being like, Chelsea, I don't really give a crap about the space that I'm in. That doesn't really have an impact on me. And if you're like that, fantastic. Good for you. That's not something that impacts your energy levels and there's nothing wrong with that. This is just maybe not the best episode for you. Feel free to listen to the rest of it if you want, but also no pressure. But I'm kind of thinking that there's a lot of you out there that just like myself, the space that you are in, the environment that you are in has a big impact potentially on how you feel physically, mentally, emotionally. And when your mental health and your emotional health are kind of off, you're not feeling your best in those ways, they can have negative impacts on your physical health as well. My husband and I are on our second fixer-upper house. We bought our first house. It was a fixer-upper. We sold it. We bought this house. It's a fixer-upper. We're never leaving. We're staying here forever. But through those experiences of having a space that really wasn't what I wanted it to be. It had maybe wallpaper or flooring or just didn't look the way that I wanted it to look. And through various phases of remodeling, having our house torn apart, I've learned that the physical space around me makes a huge difference to how I feel. And there are times that you can't control that. You can't always control what the physical space you are in, how it how it looks, how it feels, how it makes you feel. But hopefully through this episode, this little kind of chit chat, you'll get some ideas of what you can do to make it feel the best that it possibly can be. So I want you to take a moment and think about the spaces that you spend time in. So this is probably going to be where you live. Uh, Depending on your living situation, it could be like your entire house. Uh, It could also be maybe just like your bedroom or your office space. And depending on your living space, what is the area that's kind of yours? What is your space? Also think about where else you spend time during the day. Is there a job you go to that has a physical office? Do you work from home and have a home office space? Uh, Do you have a non-traditional job? Are you a stay-at-home mom? What space do you spend your time in? And think about that. And what about those spaces make you feel good? Or what about those spaces make you feel not so good? 
So I know for me, of course, I like having an aesthetically pleasing house for my taste. It might not look exactly what things look like on Pinterest or Instagram, but I like the way it looks. A lot of our house has kind of gray walls. The office that I record podcasts in has a dark blue wall that makes me happy and feel calm. Um, My bedroom has a dark green wall. I love the color green. And the rest of our house is kind of a gray, beigey, light, bright color. And all of those things are just colors that make me feel good. They're good backdrops for the art that I like to put up for the blankets and the pillows that I have that I like to feel comfortable in. Uh, I'm someone who I really like having a cozy, welcoming environment. I want to feel like I'm getting a hug from the space that I'm in, the space that I'm living in. I also really like to have things smell good. So like we're always lighting candles in my house. I have a candle sitting on my desk lit while I'm recording this podcast because that stuff is important to me. It makes me feel good and it can take my mood from being like a normal, like not bad, but not good to like, oh, like I just feel a little bit better. It's one of those little tiny things I can do. It takes me no time at all to light a candle. But all of a sudden, my experience of working in my office today is better. It I just feel better because I have a candle that makes that smell good. It makes me happy. And that's what mindful self-care is really kind of all about. It's doing those little things for yourself that make you feel better, that allow you to show up as your best self. And your environment can have a big impact on that. Another thing that I've learned is I don't necessarily have to have the most spotless space, but it must be tidy and organized. So for example, the office that I record in is also the room that we leave our dogs in when we go out of our house. When we leave them alone, we kind of put them in here. That way they just, they have their space. There's a bed that they sleep on. So there's dog hair on the blanket that I'm looking at right now. There's a window behind the bed and one of my dogs loves sitting on the pillows and looking out the window. And so there's no smudges all over this window. We have a a walkout uh, screen door that walks out onto our back porch or back patio. It's also covered in no smudges. And to be honest, this stuff doesn't bother me that much. Do I clean it every now and again? Yeah, I, I do. But it's not something that every week I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't handle this. Now, if I look at the rest of my office, there's not a whole lot of other things in here, but I most, there's mostly just my desk and I need my desk to be, again, not like spotless, not perfect, but organized. I've got um, a little stack of kind of books and notebooks uh, next to my laptop that are easy for me to access. I don't have them piled all over my desk. They're over there. While I'm recording this podcast, the only thing that is on my desk is my microphone, a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, a whiteboard that I write my notes on with the marker that I write my notes with. Um, And then I have my passion planner because my passion planner is always there. It is always there. Like that's all that's on my desk. I guess my phone is on my desk too, but it's on vibrate. It's turned upside down. I'm not looking at it. And I have a clean, organized space. There's not like too much clutter. There's a little bit, but it all kind of is in like these little cubbies. That's the space that I like to have. And that goes for the rest of my house too. I don't have like, I have stuff on shelves. We've got knickknacks. I'm not a, not a knickknack person, 
But all of those knickknacks hold meaning to me or my husband. We There's a reason that they're there. It's not, sometimes it's because, oh, well, that looks pretty. But a lot of it is because we got it on some trip or it's from a family member or it just has some other meaning to us. I don't like having things on my kitchen table. I don't like things on my dining room table. I don't like things on my coffee table. So during the week, I'm always putting those things away. I'm a big tidier. I like to put things in their spot. That's what makes the biggest difference to my environment besides having kind of the general aesthetic around me and having things smell good. That's what I've learned about for me. I've also learned that if I'm going to go work outside of my outside of my office at home, if I'm going to go to a coffee shop and do some work, the coffee shop's vibe really, really matters to me. And so, of course, most coffee shops make me happy because most coffee shops have the vibe that I like. It's kind of quirky, fun, bright, maybe colorful, lots of plants. And I have certain favorites around town that I like to go to because their vibe, their feel, their style just makes me feel good. And of course, then they have good drinks too. But kind of thinking about the spaces that you go into, what is important? Maybe you only have control over a single room in your house. Maybe it's just your bedroom and you are really wanting to cultivate a perfect vibe to make you be able to chill and relax and spend time by yourself and get a good night's sleep and wake up in the morning feeling nice and happy and refreshed. Think about what do you need to do that? Is there certain colors? Is there certain art that you can hang up? Um, Pillows, blankets, candles, lighting. I mean, what do you need in there to really make things feel good? I know one of the rooms in my house that's actually really important to me is my bathroom because that's where I get ready every morning. It's where I kind of start my day and it's where I end my day. It's where I get ready for bed. And so while in our current house iteration, I would not say our bathroom is perfect. It's very dated in the way that it is structured um, and the way the vanity and the lights are. But when we first moved in, it was, oh my goodness, it was so much, so much worse. We had this really ugly wallpaper and we had carpet throughout most of the bathroom, not by the toilet or by the shower that had tile that actually is a great tile. I love it. Um, but the carpet underneath the vanity was just gross. And so when we ripped that out, um, put in new floors and I painted over the wallpaper after priming it in a special way. Um, if you are interested, by the way, in home remodels and you are curious of what our home remodel looks like, you can follow us at Sondergaard Homestead if you want to. That's where I post all of our remodel stuff for anyone that's interested. If you don't care, then pretend I didn't say anything for the last few seconds. But for me, painting, it's kind of like a bluish green color up in our bathroom and putting in a candle, um, putting in some nice, like a nice bottle that's for lotion, just doing little things like that made me feel really good. And now it's a space that I don't mind going into at six o'clock in the morning when I have to get up to get ready to go to work some days. And so you have to kind of find those spaces Again, it's not perfect. Sometimes just doing a little something that gets a little bit closer to what you really want is enough. It's a great place to start. So your homework this week is to think about those spaces that you live in, that you spend time in, that you have control over. And I want you to start thinking about like, 
what is the main purpose of this room? Like my bathroom for me is my place that I start my day and I end my day. I want it to be a calm, welcoming place that I feel good stepping into. My office is a place that I want to feel like I have room to be creative and to focus and get work done. My bedroom is a place that I'm going to go to sleep in. My living room is a place that we want to be able to entertain. So each room, if you have multiple spaces that you have control over, can have its own purpose. Think about that. If you just have, if you have a studio apartment, I had a studio apartment when I was in grad school and I kind of created little zones like this corner is my desk space. It's my homework space. This area is my entertaining space. It's my wind down and watch TV space. This space is my bedroom. It's where I sleep. How can I kind of make that feel like its own separate space with that purpose? But think about what the purpose is and then think about what do you want it to look like? And you can always start with the, what would be the most perfect way of it looking? What would be the perfect aesthetic? What would be the perfect design? And then think, okay, well, what can I do now? Knowing that maybe you're renting and painting the walls or tearing out a wall is not really possible. There's lots of tips and tricks of things that you can do that are easy and cheap to whatever space you're living in. Go on the internet, Pinterest, Instagram, they'll have so many things for you. But think about what you want it to look like. How can you make that happen within your current situation? Think about like, what is the vibe? Like, what does it feel like when you walk into that space? Do you feel like it's warm and cozy? Do you feel like it's bright and has lots of plants, um, have neutral colors? What does it smell like? Do you need to have incense or a diffuser or a candle? Or do you have the ability just to open windows and have the fresh air from outside come in? Think about those things and start kind of playing with what can you do to reach that vision, reach that goal, reach that desire for your space. Sometimes it's as simple as I'm going to take stuff out of this shelf, off the shelf, go through things, get rid of things that I don't need anymore and put it up there in a nice organized aesthetic way that makes you happy. It could be as simple as that. I reorganized our pantry earlier this week and I will say that I feel a lot happier going to my pantry now that it's just organized. And sometimes this is a process that you either have to do the best that you can with the resources and the time that you have right now. And sometimes your taste is also going to change or life happens in this really organized space that you had at one point in time. You need to go back and reorganize it. That's okay. Self-care is a process and taking care of your environment in a way that supports you is also a process. A lot of times for me during the week, I don't follow my like things tidy and organized as much as I normally do. Normally by the time Friday or Saturday rolls around, I am putting a bunch of stuff back in their spots. I am doing a lot of dishes, laundry, and just kind of resetting everything. And while it'd be great if I didn't have to do that every single week, I also know that knowing the life that my husband and I live, I'm probably going to have to do that because when I get home from work late, the last thing I want to do is do some more dishes or put five things back in their spot. I'm like, I'm eating food and I'm going to bed. And that's okay. That's how I take care of myself in that moment. Going back when I have time to reset everything is how I give myself self-care in those other moments. It doesn't have to always look the same, 
but you're trying to, to the best of your ability, support in an environment that makes you feel good at all times. So that's your homework. Think about your spaces. What would you like them to feel like? How can you make some adjustments to them to make them feel better? If you have any questions or thoughts on today's episode, you want me to dive in deeper, maybe there's an expert that you want to get onto the podcast so you can learn more about a certain topic when it comes to your environment, let me know at the Mindful Self-Care. I am here to give you all the self-care resources that I possibly can, and I hope that you found this chit-chat, this conversation about your physical environment and the impact it can have on you helpful. I hope you got some ideas and... Yeah, I will be back in your ears soon with another self-care topic. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Mindful Self-Care Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to podcasts. You can also send this episode to a friend who you think would benefit from the information. It's a great way to help us grow and help us reach more people. If you want to connect with other like-minded, self-care-focused individuals, you can follow us on Instagram at The Mindful Self-Care, or you can join the Mindful Self-Care Society. It's a great place to connect with others, gain some additional resources, and really help make sure that self-care is a focus in your life so you can always feel your best. Thank you again for listening. I can't wait to be back in your ears soon.